During the decade of the 1920s, people's lives changed profoundly. Tens of millions of them got electric appliances. People got automobiles. The aviation industry was born. The jazz age flourished. It was a time of unprecedented creativity. 100 years later, it would not be unfair to call this decade, the 2020s, the angry decade. Everywhere we look in public life, projected by the American media, is anger, rage, resentment, and grievance. Take this man, for example, Russell Brand. He appeared on his Conspiracy Theorist podcast to preempt the coming news. The Serious Allegations of Rape, published in multiple British newspapers that include the sexual assault of a 16-year-old who apparently he referred to as the child in emails. Now, Russell Brand in these allegations, even two years ago, would have been immediately condemned by the culture at large. But that's not what happened. Hours after these allegations, Russell Brand strode triumphantly into a Wembley Theater in London, where he was cheered wildly by 2,000 people. 2,000 people cheered wildly for a man who just had been credibly accused of multiple sexual assaults, including the rape of a 16-year-old. What does that say about the culture? What does that say about a degradation of character? Does anybody else feel like the society is in a type of freefall? Why is it that women have been condemned 18 months ago is now celebrated? And why has a rape allegation that is so credible been politicized? Because, of course, immediately, the ubiquitous Elon Musk weighed in on the matter. Elon Musk weighed in on the side of the alleged rapist. A week ago, Elon Musk was attacking the Anti-Defamation League with overt acts of anti-Semitism. And the week before that, he was interfering in the ability of the Ukrainian nation to defend itself. And the week before that, it was something else. And of course, Andrew Tate weighed in. This low person who seeks to model himself as an exemplar of manhood to young men globally weighed in on the side of the rapist. And of course, there was Tucker Carlson from his basement redoubt weighing it as well. Tucker Carlson joining the accused sexual trafficker Tate and Elon Musk to say that the accusations against Brand were in fact all part of a giant mainstream media conspiracy to silence the truth about the pharmaceutical companies, about the war in Iraq, and about the ever-present ubiquitous day that menaces the people at all hours every day, though the only people, it seems, who can really see the they are Donald Trump 
and his acolytes who are taking tens of millions of people for the ride of their life on the longest running con in American history. So how did it come to be? In our decade, the angry 20s, 18 months after the peak of the Me Too movement, that an accused rapist, Russell Brand, in fact, an accused child rapist, somebody accused of sexually assaulting a 16-year-old girl when he was a 31-year-old man, is cheered wildly as he takes a stage in front of 2,000 people in the city of London in the year 2023. What does that say about our Anglo-American societies? Is it an indication of healthiness, of wellness, of morality? One thing is for sure, I cannot remember a previous instance in my lifetime when somebody immediately, after being accused of very, very serious sexual assault charges, is wildly cheered at their next performance. Is the crowd nihilistic? Is there a backlash against women? What is happening? And why, by the way, is Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, and Andrew Tate rallying together in defense of an accused comedian and British rapist? What do these three people conceivably share in common that could bind them so quickly, absent any known facts on their part, to the cause of the accused rapist? What could it be? All of these people are conspiracy theorists and advocates who want power. And the power that they crave more than anything else is the power of the authoritarian, the power of the divider, the power to make you stop believing what you clearly see with your own eyes in favor of what they tell you is true. These people are manipulators of the highest order. These are people with an agenda, and it's an agenda that menaces society, not an agenda that lifts it up. These people are wolves. They are predators. They are blood suckers feeding on the carcass of our decaying civilization. They feed on the lies. They feed on the anger. They feed on the hate. They sow confusion for profit. They are malignancies. All of them. But more broadly than that, this moment clarifies and identifies the connective tissues that have grown beyond Trump's cult of personality and the core of the MAGA movement, which was, in its inception, a political project. It has created in the whole a malignant swamp where dishonesty, conspiracy, thrive, 
where confusion is profit and where chaos is the route to power. That's what these people have in power. And they believe that everybody that is in front of them is stupid. They believe they can say anything to anyone at any time and be believed. Elon Musk thinks he can attack the Anti-Defamation League. He can blame the Jews for the consequences of his mismanagement and his erratic brain. But people see this clearly. They know who he is, as they know who Tucker Carlson is, as they knew who Andrew Tate is, as they know who Russell Brand is. Why are 2,000 people cheering this man? Why is Donald Trump in an even race for the presidency of the United States, three years after inciting an insurrection, after a presidency where he lied 35,000 times? Why is it that seven years on, nobody can effectively challenge him, ask him a question, why can't anybody make an argument for decency, for ethics, for integrity, for a society that is as good as the majority of the people that live in it? Make no mistake, there are far, far more decent people in America and in Britain than there are the Tucker Carlson's the Russell Brands, the Andrew Tates, and the Elon Musk. Yet, these people who are now deeply connected to each other and each other's causes and each other's conspiracies are a threat that is growing, that is undiminished, that is unfaced, and is unheeded. When the President of the United States is a credibly accused rapist, when any conduct, no matter what, is excused on the basis of politics and political expediency, the result is a collapse of faith in the law, in decency, and in the end, the country. Cynicism is the cancer that we have to deal with. In cynicism, is driven by conspiracies and by misconduct of the type we see play out at the highest levels of media and government every day. It's time we start facing it, lest we suffer the consequences, and those consequences will be severe.